0: Well, Western Sydney's Accor Stadium could soon have a permanent roof installed after the New South Wales Sports Minister was inspired by Las Vegas' Allegiant Stadium. <laughs> Steve Camper travelled to America for the historic NRL doubleheader and was stunned at the technology used and now wants to replicate it at Sydney's largest stadium.
1: It's predicted a fully covered arena could help attract more megastar international acts and major foreign sporting events to Sydney's west.
0: Chris Minns joins us now. Good morning to you. Where do you stand on a permanent roof installed on a core stadium?
2: Yeah, thanks, Nat. Look, it'd be a great thing to do for Sydney, but like a lot of these big projects, it does come down to the final price tag and we haven't established that yet and with a lot of pressures on the budget we have to make sure that we're spending New South Wales taxpayer funds appropriately and well but we're not ruling it out. That could be a good addition to Sydney stadiums and it means that you can have obviously concerts and major sporting events regardless of what the weather's like.
1: Um, Kerry Mather, the CEO of Venues New South Wales said that the stadium originally was built with uh, having a a roof a retractable roof in mind at some point obviously it hasn't been done yet but they were banding around a figure of 250 million is that too expensive
2: it might be even a bit north of that Matt just because of the cost of escalation of these big projects so it re- it would really depend what kind of revenue or concerts or sporting events we could get into the stadium to offset the price tag you know people would appreciate these are taxpayer funds and we need to make sure they're spent. Uh, within an inch of their life so that we get full value for it. So if we can get revenue through the door as a result of that investment, that's something we would definitely look at. But Mm. right now, cost of living and essential services have Mm. got to be the priority.
0: Although there was a movie and the the tagline was, Build it and they will come.
2: Field of Dreams, one of the best movies ever.
0: (laughs) Okay, moving on. Uh, Let's go to something that happened over the weekend. Eight people have been arrested and charged after a pro-Palestine protest group stormed the parade route at the Mardi Gras in Sydney. Uh, This happened just metres away from you. We saw the pictures. Uh, Take us through what happened. You were right there.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, obviously there was a protest on the parade route. There was... um, some coloured flares and originally I thought it was just part of Mardi Gras so it didn't have a big impact I've got to say on on my marching which was a great thing to do and Sydney put on a great night. I think these things happen from time to time particularly when you've got hundreds of thousands of people there but I've got to be honest it wasn't a big deal as far as I was concerned.
1: Uh, Premier you're the first state Premier to walk Mardi Gras which surprises me considering its long history. Are you hoping you've set a precedent?
2: Yeah, I'm a bit surprised, Matt, that I was the first, but my strong suspicion is that I won't be the last, uh, particularly when it comes to celebrating the, the gay and the queer community in Sydney. There's a long history in Australia's largest city, something that we can build on. It's also great for tourism and the economy. We literally encourage tens of thousands of people to have their holiday here every summer which is fantastic for our economy at the same time. So I think we'll build on this year, learn the lessons from it. There's going to be protests and bumps along the way, but ultimately it's a good thing for Sydney's calendar.
0: Mm. OK, moving on. A police official is calling for issued weapons to be installed with GPS trackers after Sydney couple Luke Davies and Jessie Baird were allegedly shot by Senior Constable Beau Lamar Condon. Do you support those calls?
2: We're gonna look at them really closely. I just have to examine how ubiquitous, I guess, those GPS trackers are on police equipment, whether they're available in every police car or every on every police officer. We've also organised for the Victorian Police Commissioner to do a full review of all the practices and policies that led to that those terrible murders in Sydney from last week. So we will, of course, act on those recommendations and make all of that public. And, uh, you know, in relation to Jesse and Luke's family and friends, I'm just devastated for them. They're a great couple. Their future was ahead of them, and this is a devastating crime for the community
1: across this state. Mm. Yeah, nice to know that will be um, made public. Uh, Just before letting you go, now, the King and Queen have announced that they're potentially going to visit Australia later in the year. The state and territory leaders have been asked to engage with why they should come to their states or territories. Will you be pitching?
2: Well, I don't really have to pitch too hard. I mean, this is one of the greatest (laughs) cities on earth. And uh, if you don't come to Australia, no one will believe you Uh, come to Sydney, then no one will believe that you came to Australia. But um, what would I say? You'll get a very warm welcome and we've got a beautiful city. So uh, we'd love to see the King and Queen come to Sydney.
0: Well, we're a national show and I can promise you there are state premiers (laughs) around this country saying, listen, back off, we've got stuff to (laughs) offer too. So you might have to improve your pitch.
2: No, they have to do that. I mean, they don't have the Harbour Bridge, they don't have Bondi Beach, they don't have the Harbour, they don't have the Opera House. uh, So we've got it all on our doorstep. It's such a great place to come.
0: As a
1: State Premier, you can get away with comments like that. Chris Minns, thanks for your time. appreciate it.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Nat.